It is Jen. This is the next episode of Don't Ask Me About the Weather. I've gotten this intro part down because it's the fourth time I've done it. And today we brought on, I brought on Alec, who apparently has the voice for a podcast. Apparently, I've been told, yeah. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what you guys think. By multiple people you've been told that? Multiple. Multiple, so it's completely a fact now. Yeah. He is born ready for this moment. Yeah. We have been talking about whether or not a male masculinity is a redundant term, which it is, <laughs> I realized. <laughs> Let's be clear on that. But masculinity in general, modern masculinity, is that... Mm-hmm. And like also like modern femininity, like just like what, what kind of like roles do gender play in our lives? Because I think in a lot of ways, like we like to think, oh, like we progressed a lot and we have progressed a lot, I think, like... I think we're like a less gendered society in a lot of different ways, especially in like certain circles, more like progressive circles. But I think ultimately like it affects us like individually and also just like in our relationships with people. We're talking about like platonic friendships, also like romantic relationships. I like very like a very male whole like surroundings until basically college. Because like, I mean, I'm like, you know, I have two brothers, a dad, a mom who's like a self-proclaimed not a girly girl, like... You know, um, she was my track coach in high school. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. So, like, she, I mean, I was, like, raised in not, like, a super hyper-masculine house, but, like, it was not a feminine house. I remember, like, for whatever reason, my fifth grade class was, I think, like, 18 boys and, like, four girls. <laughs> I don't know, like, why that happened. But, um, like, those are the friends that kind of, like, followed me through middle school and high school, and it just kind of, like, happened. So, I always say, like, my, my first girlfriend in high school was kind of, like, my first female friend like my first like entrance into like the feminine sphere I was like like because she you know she was divorced and she had like no she wasn't divorced her mom was divorced so like it was just like her her mom and her sister in the house and I was, it was so new to me I don't know I don't know like what your experience was like growing up with kind of like your friendships and your relationships and gender yeah, but like I just a grew up lot that. more female friends than male friends mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's all kind of different um or during the pandemic, I feel like a, a conversation I've had a lot is, like, how does that affect your male friendships and your female friendships? Mm, that's come up for you. Yeah, mostly because I really enjoy talking about it and yeah. enjoy learning about um, the difference between, like, male-to-male friendships and female-to-female friendships. Mm-hmm. Since it seems like to me from the outside that the male-to-male is something that goes away a lot easier mm-hmm. if there's not an activity present. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the female friendship is almost built on the, like, how, what are you feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Tell me about what you're feeling. How does the pandemic affect your mental state? And that kind of conversation rather than, you know, activity-based. Yeah. I definitely, and I definitely, like, you know, I, I think that activity-based versus feelings-based things is real. Um, it was definitely real for me in middle school and high school. Like, definitely, like, there was always, like a board game or Skyrim or like, or activity present. It was never just like, let's show up and like talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And that was like something that I realized that I needed like in college. I was, I came in, I was like, no, like I'm going to live a more like balanced life. I'm going to have more female friends in college. Like I went into college like with that mindset and I came out with like a very balanced friend group. But like, so I guess like since, you know, COVID hit like a year ago, like it hasn't really affected me. But, like, I can't imagine, like, if I still had, like, those kinds of... I mean, that is real. Those activity-based friendships. I don't know, like, what that would have been like. 
because I think COVID has really made us a lot more open about like you know the realities of like mental health and mm-hmm. you know like we've been a lot more vulnerable about like we're not always doing okay um, but I to be a fly on the wall of like some men's conversations during COVID where they're like oh man I gotta like talk to you <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look you in the eye and talk to you luckily I haven't had that issue the activity is you walk and you talk and that's it <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that activity based friendships are bad at all like mm-hmm. for example if you're mutually doing to be you like but I feel like that is a really great stem of the friendship. And then you kind of have to support it mm-hmm. with a more emotional side. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good way. It's like a good way to, like, start our friendship. Just, mm-hmm. like, mutual activity. Especially in adulthood, like, it's a good way to, like, meet people. But, like, yeah, like, it's not going to it's not gonna go past, like, the activity if, it does, if you can't, if you don't actually, like, know the person and talk to them. Like, I'm personally fine you know, in during COVID with my male friendships, like they were always kind of based on the sharing of feelings. So that hasn't really changed. But I know that like there's definitely some guys out there just like, what do we do? And that's like that's truly like tragic. Like I think that's like very sad. Like yeah. and like that whole kind of like trope of like the married couple, middle aged married couple and like the wife, you know, she has a best friend. Or maybe two or three best yeah. friends. And then like the husband's best friend is the wife. And like that's something that I've like consciously and I've talked to, like, my brother about this, like, consciously tried to, like, ward off. And if I start in my 20s, I think I can do it. <laughs> if I start now, like, I'm even, like, planning that more than my retirement fund. Like, this is, like, a lot Build up your social fund yeah. for when you get married that you have. But it's so true because it's, like, what does the activity-based friendship mean if you, like, don't live in the same place? Mm-hmm. And it's also, like, it's a lot more replaceable. Like, you, if you can, you can play video games with anyone. You can find people there, but like, what's intrinsically unique about the friendship is like the the emotions that have been shared and stuff like that. And that can also like carry a long distance friendship when you like inevitably move away and like mm-hmm. people get separated. And I think that's like partially why like male friendships like maybe don't survive into like middle age because like by then like kind of like your own things and like the activities have fallen away. Maybe you like live in different areas completely. But it's it's, it's a tragic ending that I'm like trying to focus on warding off like for sure I think it's it is tragic I just like wish I could impart how awesome having a, like a deep feeling based friendship can be and like how rewarding that is but it's also really difficult I've like talked to people about pivoting those friendships like when your friendship is already based on that it's easy to like keep that going mm-hmm. you know but if it was originally an activity based, based friendship and it's been that way for years like how do you then pivot that? And, like, especially during, like, if you don't have the, you know, COVID hit, you don't have the kickball team anymore, like, what do you do? I'm sure it's left a lot of people with, like, without their, like, social networks. And, like, me personally, like, if I don't have, like, an emotional connection with someone, then I don't really consider them, like, a friend. I consider them someone that's fun to, like, play kickball with. Mm-hmm. I haven't played kickball since, like, I was, like, eight years old. <laughs> It just seems like it seems like a it seems like a thing that people do though. Like adult kickball leagues yeah. are real. They Actually, are real. my old roommate made like seven friends from her kickball league. I mean, don't, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw shade on that. How do you think that you can pivot those friendships? I think like it's it, that's bravery. That I think that's like bravery, and I think that's like something that a lot of um, men are lacking, like the courage to be like, I love you. You know, like, I need a hug, I need, like, I need, like, some sort of advice, and, yeah. you know, um, I think I definitely, like, I mean, when I mindfully also, like, made that switch, like, in the beginning of college of, like, I need, like, a more, 
you know, I just need more like balance in my life and I need more like friends that like actually like, you know, can talk to me about stuff more like emotionally mature people you can connect with. And I also like sometimes would find myself being like, look, I know we have an emotional connection. Like we're going to hug, like, even though it makes you uncomfortable, we're going to do it. And like, I know I've like, I know like I've hugged people that are like not used to hugging. I'm like, I don't care. Like we're going to do this. You're going to be a better person for it afterward, you know, like, but like, I think, yeah, definitely just makes that, it takes that courage to be like. I can definitely see how you have to have that bravery in both like receiving it and giving it. Because mm-hmm. like, say that person opens up to you about something and you're able to receive it and you're able to like support them. Awesome. Like that's like step one, right? But then if you're unable to then like be vulnerable and share with them, then it's always going to be a one-sided relationship, which... Mm-hmm. it's never gonna I don't know it will always feel imbalanced mm-hmm. so I feel like you like you have to share something else exactly or else it's just like oh like that person's not gonna feel safe with um, sharing their feelings in the future if you're just like cool right well cool, like bro. even if you receive it well and you <laughs> mm-hmm. like do everything that you need to do to support them I feel like if, if I were in the situation where I shared and they like received it really well but they didn't share anything back with me, then I may feel like then they don't either value that depth in the relationship that I want or they don't trust me with that information too. And either way, it's just, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's not going to build a stronger friendship. Yeah. What happens ultimately with men, like where they kind of, they're, and I'm like, I'm, you know, being overly dramatic, but like, it's not always like this cut and dry, but like, you know, they lose like kind of like their intimate friendships and then like, they end up just like dumping everything on their partner. Like it's like you know you're like the the best friend. You're the wife. You're the you know you're everything, and you can't like you can't be all those things at once. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that's like it's a big thing about me too. Is like I think that like just have like different people for different things. Yeah, the things that you get from one person, you don't get from another person, and like that extends to your partner. Like mm-hmm. you know you 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 pick this person obviously for a reason. Like they you go with. They, you know, you can go to them for things that, like, you can't go to with anyone. But also, like, there might be things that, like, they're not as good at. That, mm-hmm. like, you know, only this person, this friend can, like, help you out with. And I think that's fine. I think it's, like, good to diversify your kind of, like, <laughs> emotional intimacy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like diversity has come up a lot lately. It definitely helps to have, like, different people in different areas of your life. And do you feel like that always kind of evolves organically? That you, like, consciously think of that person? Mm. I think I've had, like, I don't know if this is exactly the question you asked, but, like, I definitely have had times where I'm, I've am i realized I need this kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, specifically what happened was, like, when that I... That you didn't have already? Mm-hmm. Or you just, like, need that person? So, I guess if I'm saying, like, the overall all, all arc of my life was kind of, like, mostly male friendships. And then, like, a mix... But also, like, kind of more on, like, female friendships in college. And then I moved to Spain. And just because of, like, the, um, just because of, like, the demographics of teaching assistants in Spain, it's, like, 75, 25, maybe more women. And so, like, I found myself the first year. It's very much like the first year of college. Like, you're, everyone's, like, looking, and at least in the expat community. I finally, I suddenly, like, found myself just, like, surrounded by, like, female friends all the time. And I realized, like, I was like, I need male friendship in my life. Like, I need someone, especially, like, in this foreign country, in this foreign context, like, I need, like, male friendship. I never, like, realized that before. And why do you think you needed it? Because someone, like, to relate to, like, my experience, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Or, like, you know, like, there was times where, like, I would, you know, I'd feel like, 
the uh, like not the odd one out like everyone I was like very good friends with and like but there's times where I was like I felt like I was like a man in like a female space sometimes I'm like I don't know like you you just kind of like want more of a balance you want or you want like someone that like you just feel like comfortable with in that way like yeah it I mean it's just like I became like really good friends like my second year with this British guy shout out to Nick uh, we're like yeah like it was just really cool to have like not only like a male friend but like a an, an expat male friend who like knew exactly kind of like what I was going through in terms mm-hmm. of like we talked a lot about like dating and a lot about like just like life you know and generally with people of your own gender is like maybe it's that just like that sharing of feelings is just yeah. more like there's no need for translation it's like you know exactly how I'm feeling so you like needed somebody who was in your same position like a male expat in Spain mm-hmm. somewhere in their 20s just to have that commonality yeah and it sounds like you're che- it sounds like you're cheapening the friendship it was like, no you're, okay no I'm not cheapening yeah, the friendship <laughs> It was like, yeah, I just, like, found, like, just Nick just kicked all the boxes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's fuck. just found a guy up the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, expat, it's funny, yeah. Right. But um, I guess, yeah, I feel like in my life, there are different people that relate to different aspects of my life. And that's always, like, a point of connection, right? Is like, something that you relate about in terms of, like, how you grew up or how your current situation, like, you're in the same city or in the same situation. And so I'm thinking about, like, if you're di- trying to like diversify that network or that those people that kind of help support you, identifying those places where like either you don't have somebody that mm-hmm. has that specific relationship, or if you're trying to like pivot a current relationship, like finding that one thing that's like yeah. in common. And in your twenties too, you become you come very like strategic almost like, with <laughs> friends. It's like it's almost like dating. Like you come like very strategic and like. Finding friends, I feel like. And I don't think that's something you do in college, for example, where you're like, I need this kind of friend. But, like, you know, you show up to a new city. Like, you go to Chicago. I go to Madrid. And, like, mm-hmm. you're like, I need friends. I need, like, this person, this person, this person. But, like, did you... So, did you ever, like, kind of have an experience where you're like, I'm missing this consciously? I feel like there are times where I consciously, like, think that there are parts that are missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never been... I think it's always been hard for me to then identify like a person that would help fill it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I didn't like see Nick and I was just like, that's <laughs> the one. Like it was just kind of like I, but I did realize like a few months before I met him, I was like, I need like male friendship. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and he came along, he came along. And like, that's the thing. It's like, and also just like, I, I mean, I think about this a lot too. Like the, what, it, like the, um, the line between friendship and like dating is just like, I mean, it, it's all love. It's all like affection. It's all like you meet someone and you click and you connect, you know, like I feel like there's more normalization of like emotional intimacy in female friendships mm-hmm. when men are like as emotionally intimate or physically affectionate as like two like normal female friends would be. It's called a bromance. It's not, I don't think it's like mocked. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, I think it's like kidding, but it's not like, you know, um, in the past when I've, you know, been, accused not accused but like Mm -hmm. accused of like romances it's not like anything too bad but the fact that it is noted yeah it's like a deviation from the norm and people are letting you know like it's a deviation from the norm like of i guess masculine platonic behavior i don't know does that affect your then friendship for people to like point it out no do you either think no i embrace it i love it i love it i'm like (laughs) it's super cute i think it's but like it does show you that we don't normalize certain things mm-hmm. between two male friends that we would just you know 
completely normalized between two female friends. Yeah, and there's no like opposite in which there's two females that are that have a male typed friendship, and there's no term for them. Yeah. I, I can't even think of what that would look like. No, 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 I don't think so. And I think that like a lot more like if you know if you're a woman and you're a female friend, like maybe you're like going out and. She looks good. It's very common to be like, "Oh, you look hot!" Like you look like and just like gas her up and like、mm-hmm. make her feel like the belle of the ball. Whereas like you don't do that with guys as much.、Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I've like consciously tried to like infuse into my male friendships. Like if my guy friend is like looking good, I'm gonna tell him. Like I like his outfit, like his hair, like you know whatever. And it's like there there has, doesn't have to be like no homo. <laughs> like there has to be like a lot of times. Are they instantly receptive of it, or do they take time? To, like, Again, it depends on the person, but like you gotta have that bravery to be like, I'm gonna make you uncomfortable, <laughs> but like you're gonna deal with it. You're gonna be a better person for it. Whether it's like hugging, whether it's like accepting a compliment,、mm-hmm. and like whether it's accepting like an I love you, take. And I'm not like always perfect at that. Like there's definitely moments where I've like wanted to say I love you or hug someone or like、mm-hmm. be open, and like I'm just like I don't feel like. Hurtling that wall, or like、yeah. dealing with that, or I don't know. And is that because of like how you think they're gonna receive it, or just like your energy level at the moment in trying to? Yeah, or like I mean,、that? or I've like you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not like I have entrenched masculinity that is you know is affecting me in a negative way. I'm I feel like I'm not like as emotionally open as like most women that I've seen. So I mean, definitely it's like. I don't feel like getting into it with this person.、Mm-hmm. Partially, it's, but it's also partially like I'm affected by that as well. Like I'm not, you know, like there's an openness in female friendships that I like really admire. I'm like, wow, I wish that my friends were capable of that. I wish I was capable of that. And like, I think we can be, but like, I think we both have to like actively fight these forces. Like,、mm-hmm. the, you know, that again, like I partially am like. We are victims of society, but partially, I'm like we are completely capable of like fixing these things about ourselves, and we can't just like lay down and be like, "But we're men," you know? Yeah. But I like that. That it seems fixable. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Is there anything from like male friendship that you would envy? Like, I've thought about. It's、that. kind of like the question. The same question of like, is there positive things about traditional masculinity? But like, is there? I do think that in some of my female friendships, I wish there was more lightheartedness, yeah, and more like goofiness. And that、mm-hmm. might just be like me as a person. I'm like not that goofy <laughs> in a lot of situations, but I do like how like males just have this energy transfer all the time and a very kind of like off the wall. It just bounces from one person to another.、I've, so like if I am from female friends, like I think there's also like the.、Uh, I'm not getting into that,、um, but like I think that like from female friends that I've talked to about like you know that they they like hanging out with like a group of guys and if they do it's because of that like they'll say like oh like it's so cool it's like you guys are so goofy you're so chill <laughs> the chillness is just comes from like <laughs> lack of ability to talk about our emotional trauma but <laughs> but like it is true I think it is true to a point I think it is like and I think like balance right like、yeah. I think like you want to have a balance of like goofiness and like realness right which I think is also have, like. Toxic to want that only in your guy friendships,、mm, right? That, like, and I've seen that. I've、I'm、seen that. I'm only seeking your,、mm-hmm. your group of friends because I need that,、mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to infuse that into my female friendships. That it keeps that division.、Right? I've never thought because some, sometimes I think like I've been wary of this,、um, especially in the last few years of like using yeah like using my 
quote unquote, using my female friends for like more like emotional support. Mm -hmm. But I've never thought about the other way around where like, you know, you're a woman and you're like using your male friendships for light and hardness. Cause, and I've noticed that. I mean, I've had like experiences with female friends where I'm like, that wasn't a joke. Like I'm, I'm like, you're looking at me for just like this kind of like, like hardness and like chillness. And I'm like, I'm telling you like an emotion Mm -hmm. and yeah, like, and I've definitely seen people treat their female friends different than their male friends where it's like, if I had said the same thing as one of your female friends, you would have like been a lot more supported and a lot more like, let's help you. And that, no, that's definitely, I never thought about that from the female perspective. I'd only just kind of experienced it from my perspective. But I also feel like it then reinforces the value, which it does have value, but like if you and your guy friends have this reinforcement that like either females like hanging out with you because of this like earnest, then you're going to keep that up mm-hmm. as like that's mm-hmm. what's valuable about it. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to break that down because then it seems like you're like devaluing or yeah yeah, yeah. You're like really you're like less attractive as a friend exactly exactly person. like would you yeah. be less attractive as a friend mm-hmm. yeah like in, i mean i think like definitely we all like more like so in high school like i think we've grown from this but like we definitely all do try to like play the role that people kind of like go to us for yeah like the people like you know like you you know like your general vibe because people tell you your general vibe and then like <laughs> you kind of, like, do reinforce that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've, I've definitely noticed that. I feel like girls have this, also, this, like, playfulness where, like, say something happens to them, then the other person responds really, like, strongly and really, like, how could he do that? That's fucked up. Like, you're great. I don't know. This, like, very just um, strong reinforcing energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that. Like, you come to me <laughs> for a problem, and I'm not, like, ten emojis, like, fuck mm-hmm. that guy. I'm like, okay, what happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me about it, like asking you questions. And I often thought about whether or not that was detractive. Oh, like, like it's hindering your female friendships? Yeah. Or friendships in general. Mostly probably female friendships. Yeah, my female friendships in, in particular. And like even trying to play up that aspect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Even though it feels like performative. Yeah, definitely. It is. It, it is. feels like fully <laughs> or is not real, Genma. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't have to make about that yet. Where, yeah. I don't know, but I guess it also kind of then affects, like, what people go to you for, which, like, mm-hmm. maybe it's good that if they're coming to me, then they either know or, like, don't expect that kind of energy. Yeah, and I would assume, like, if someone knows you very well, they're probably going to someone else for that, like, initial, yeah, like, <laughs> that initial, like, fuck that guy. Exactly. Like, like um, and then they're probably going to you for more, like, <laughs> like calm, actual advice. Like, that's, that's, that's the way I, I would see so. that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, do I want them coming for to me for that? Like, similarly, you oh, you want? Do you like? Are you asking like, do you want to be the kind of friend that I'd be like, right. fuck that dude, right? <laughs> yeah. Or then does everybody just have, have their place in your life? You know, you first go to this person for that energy, and then you go to somebody else. But similarly, is that bad that you're then just reinforcing that kind of Ooh. activity or that? Yeah, like you're going to this person for this thing and then they, they replicate it and then they become that person for probably several people also right. in their lives. Like they're like always that person that's just like, fuck that dude. Yeah. And then they, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just like balance. It's the question to every, the answer to every question today has just been like balance. I feel like in like authenticity and like do you, are you doing what you really want to do or are you mm-hmm. doing something because friends want you to do, wanted to do it, like partners want you to do it, society wants you to do it. 
But yeah, I never thought about that. And I've definitely felt like that too. Like um, as a guy, that's something I can't access. I know that like with my female friends, they're probably not going to me for like that initial like fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. Like they're going for like I guess like a more male perspective or more like I don't know like a Gen Ma like measured exp- response kind of thing. Like I don't think either of us are the person that they're. Yeah. <laughs> you got you listen. We're very soft spoken. Um, <laughs> You can hear we're like not that out of person, but but it's cool. But it's also cool because it like it does reinforce like a certain like this is how I am, and mm-hmm. it kind of like reinforces it, and it's harder to be different. But it's also kind of cool because like you don't. It's like I guess the question is like, do you really want to like have to do that? And then would that make you feel good, or would it make mm-hmm. you just feel fake and like exhausted and like that's just not you? And I don't think there's anything wrong with like people going to you for a certain vibe as long as that vibe is authentic and you don't. You know, you feel like you can be your authentic self and people love you for it. I think that's like, that's what we're all looking for, right? It's like yeah. to be understood and to understand and be understood and be loved for who we are. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where to go with that. No, I feel like that feels like the end to me. Yeah? Yeah. You just cap it off with like... You cap what? it off on the best note possible. You know, the most loving, the most... Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah.